Welcome back to another episode of the Connected Coach Podcast. I'm Spencer, founder of Coach Now and the Connected Coach Academy. On today's show, we welcome a very special guest, a fantastic coach all the way from New Zealand who specializes in the world of surfing. Matt Scorange is the Olympic coach for the New Zealand surf team, and he is also the founder of The Art of Surfing. During this conversation, we dive into every area of his business and discover why he is so successful at what he does. So again, not only is he working with high-performance athletes at the Olympic level, that's a substantial part of his business and his career, but he's built really, really sizable remote training program through the art of surfing. He's got clients all over the world. So in this conversation, we dive into his business models, how he's niched himself out, how he's finding these clients, how he's serving them, an epic experience, and ultimately how he plans to grow his business beyond where it is today. Quick note about the audio, because we met in person, it's a little bit dicey. There's some background noise and the microphones weren't picking up everything just as I would hoped, but please give this a solid listen, take some notes. There are a ton of nuggets that you can pull out and apply to your business. But before we jump into the episode, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and sharing the episode. And if you want more education around the business of coaching, check us out at coachnow.io backslash education. And you can also kick off a free seven-day trial of all of our software, all the different things that coaches around the world are using to save time and increase their income over at coachnow.io. So with that, hope you enjoy the episode and we'll see you next time. All right. So we won't worry about that. We'll start a run. Just just chat. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. So I think... You know, we were having a pretty impassioned conversation before about all this, but I yeah. think some of the things to kind of pull the thread on for the coaches was especially just the business model that you've been able to create in yeah. a pretty underserved niche. Yeah. Right. So you're in a niche within a niche of sorts. And I think I was surprised and continue to be surprised how many people are willing to invest in improving their passion without yeah. any competitive aspirations. Yeah. So I see that a lot in lifetime sports like tennis and golf. Totally. Surfing's a lifetime sport too. Definitely. But a lot of times from an outsider's perspective, it's more of like, I'm just here, I'm a soul surfer. I'm just yeah. here to just yeah. catch some waves and yeah. be with my buddies. I'm not necessarily looking to improve my skills. Yeah. You've proven me wrong. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, super curious to learn more and kind of share with them yep. the actual business side of things and your thoughts on it. Yeah, definitely. Where do I begin? Um, <laughs> yeah, same as before. Just no, rattle yeah, off. No, thanks. Um, yeah, and thanks for reaching out to do this. I, I guess, you know, I've always thought the same thing about sports that people want to do beyond um, competition or beyond uh, that junior, like, you know, playing with your mates, you know, or your buddies. So you might grow up in our country playing rugby or you might do football or, you know, baseball. But it fizzles out once you go past that you know, younger kid or teenage thing, um, and do you continue to play, te- uh, you know, baseball on the weekend, you know? And, and, and like drunk softball. Yeah, 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 right, and so it. I feel like surfing's one of those lifetime sports, as you say, and um, it's definitely more of a soulful sport, and people do it for their individual reasons and everything like that, but like anything, 
you can't help but want to be better at anything that you love. Yep. And so I think that's where there's this really huge market and this niche within the, the, you know, a small sport like surfing, um, where everyday surfers, recreational surfers that might surf purely for the love of the sport, well, they love it even more when they do it a little bit better or they, they make that barrel that they wish they could get or they're going on a holiday and they, they want to surf these waves that challenge them. So, um, yeah, I just saw that, you know, after being in development, you know, that junior side of it and yeah. then elite um, for so many years, just saw a huge space for that market um, and about 10 years ago started, you know, servicing that and obviously just started with in-person coaching and your, your typical one-to-one -one lesson and, yep. and all of the traditional way that most coaches started out. So, um, yeah, the, the evolution of um, the sport growing globally, uh, you know, becoming a lot more accepted that there is such a thing as surf coaching. Mm -hmm. um, you know, something that can be coached. There are, you know, you know, structures and frameworks that will make you just technically better understanding the ocean, um, you know, knowing your equipment and all those things that really just make you um, more knowledgeable about how to improve. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, eventually growing that into groups um, and of course, more recently, uh, remote coaching and being mm -hmm. able to, to create a business model around that. And, and uh, it's been, where I've wanted to go for so long. So it's really nice to have the technology out there and the, um, you know, COVID obviously fast forwarding, everyone's yeah. acceptance of learning online to, to really drive that and um, yeah. Yeah, offer that product and service. Moving into the remote side of things, across all the different sports that we work with, 60 mm. plus, yeah. um, coaches continue to say, you know, I can't do it, I don't know how to do it. You and I recognize that the top surfer in the world's probably not going to just learn exclusively remotely. They're going to meet with people in person. We get that. Yeah. But to build a business, remote is there. There's value that can be given there. Yeah. You you are not only doing the typical analysis of somebody's uh, technical pieces and then building a program around them. Walk me through the different offers that you have because I yeah. think that's where a lot of people get stuck. Yeah because uh, they keep thinking the time for money exchange yeah. and you kind of blew my mind where you're like, okay, I could watch somebody surf, you know, hit five different waves or mm. maybe just be on the wave for five minutes. I don't remember what you said. Yeah. So we got to get into that. Yeah. But that is the impetus of building out a, a substantial program yeah. that they get a ton of value in and they're willing to pay over and over again. Yeah, totally. Um, so I actually see this remote coaching servicing in my sport, like right to the top athlete, obviously with a combination of in-person coaching. Yeah. Um, and you know, with a lot of my elite clients that I work with, they're going off to international competition um, and using the coach in our space to have our communication, our thread in there. So you're not hitting them on text, you're not hitting them on Instagram, all yep. this kind of stuff. You know, you, I can pull in their heats, I can quickly put in a you know a, a piece of advice that pings them in their pocket in their hour, you know, turnaround before their next seat, and yep. it's got substance and meaning behind it. And it's not just a chat, you know. So it's it's I always look at the top athletes like how does it additionally support them? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then back to um, your question more, you know, that more like recreational surfer over the other side of the world. Um, with surfing, you know, a lot of the foundation is just technique and the ability to know what you're doing wrong. So, you know, one of the biggest things I kind of push is like, you know, no, no good surfers coach was ever YouTube or, or just yes. purely watching online. And, um, you know, the first way in which I launched into the online market was traditionally what a lot of coaches have done, providing, you know, a membership space with content. Yep. And guys and girls can go in and binge that. They, they understand their techniques better, they may get some improvement, 
but they're not unlocking what piece of the puzzle they're doing wrong. Yeah. So that's where um, I've focused my offering is like, if you send footage through to me, um, obviously I can review it and I can provide you with that individual coaching. And the neat thing about surfing is um, what you're saying before was, you know, I had one client who submitted just it was actually three quick waves. Three quick waves. Um, okay. And out of that, on a on a very average day at their local beach, because they were was interested. That five minutes of footage. Not even. So Not they even. were interested yeah. in my product. They reached out and they said, Hey, look, I really struggle to get footage. And I said, Well, look, do you have an iPhone? Yes, and I said, well, do you have a friend you surf with? Yeah, every day we go, you know. So we'll get your friend to stand on the beach, film three or four waves of you, and get, you know, you do it for him and send it in, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll provide your review, uh, you know, your first assessment, yes. and we'll go from there. Um, was the assessment free? So, no, it was a part of their, like, they wanted to sign up for so it. So they were already it. ready to go. Let, they were let, already Let's say go. I'm questioning, yeah. right? Is, yeah. What is the lead magnet? What's the free thing I can interact with with you to, to get over the hump? Yeah, so I guess it's not, the first, I guess what we've kind of built out is kind of like a base and then a base plus okay. sort of model. So the base is the academy membership, okay, which so, is something you pay for. So um, you're going for the sale right away. But they have to be introduced to you in some way. So yeah. are, is, are yeah. you leaning on the landing page that we talked about a few minutes ago yeah. as the main sales vehicle? Or mm. are they interacting with you, any social content, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, yep. as a way to get to know you? I'm just yep. trying to work back yeah, to yeah. where the funnel I mean, starts. I guess the first point of acquisition is, yes, social, right? There's, yeah. there's content online that showcases the mm -hmm. type of coaching I do, the type mm -hmm. of reviews I do. Mm -hmm. And then if they get to my website, which is the information page, which is like the key, mm -hmm. you know, the key page we're trying to push them to, uh, then there's examples on there of what the, mm -hmm. the lessons look like or what the, you know, the, mm -hmm. the assessments look like, um, what a review would look like, and some examples of clients that have used this product and the progression they've had. Do so, you have any email capture that's separate of them paying you? Um, in regards to... Just like, let's say they're interested enough to go to the page, but yeah. not interest, interested yeah. enough to buy. buy. Yeah, yeah. Are you collecting their email? Yeah, we're trying to. Yeah, so okay. we, we we are looking to have like a free lead magnet that will. That's all. I'm yeah, asking, yeah. yeah that will ultimately towards. just give them, um, you know, one person's review that breaks down one of the most common mistakes we see. Beautiful. And be in cool. that, we've got like three or four iterations of what the clients are doing wrong. Yep. Great. So if they see footage of themselves. They can go, well, that, I'm doing that wrong, yep. and this is where I need to fix it. Uh, and it's, to be more specific with surfing, it's one of the biggest misconceptions is you surf on your feet, you stand up, everything comes from how you use your legs, but really it's all driven through your upper body. Your upper body leads, and your, your, feet are con your legs and feet are a connection of what mm. your upper body moves, and the board then is attached to that. So it all starts upstairs and moves down. And so that's one of the biggest unlocks I've found for your everyday client. So that can be a perfect lead magnet, right? Yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah. the greatest secret in surfing. Because as a yeah. person who knows nothing, yeah. went surfing a few times, yeah. ate shit real hard, had the board fly up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I went with buddies that yeah. didn't give you any advice. The typical, like, let's just all go. Let's we're go really surf. good. And you've yeah. never done it before. Yeah. It's a big day as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, we're not going to teach you how to duck dive. Or anything. No, that, that you got thrown under the bus. It was messed up. It was messed up because I could yeah. have really loved it. Yeah. So by the time I paddled out past everything, yeah, I'm sitting there. I finally figured out, okay, this is how you balance on the board. Yeah. There's whales and dolphins. Yeah. Like it was a pretty epic day. Yeah. And then I went surfing one more time. Mm. Finally stood up with no mm. advice. Yeah. No advice on where to position yourself or anything. Yeah. Got over the top of it. Nose goes in. Board goes up. Yeah. I, I don't know. You're not supposed to look for the board. Yeah. 
So I'm looking up the fin. <laughs> oh, nice. Right oh, on really? my head, slices me up. Oh, wow. And it's a rocky beach, so there's no sand. Oh, so nice. I'm like limping my way in. Yeah. One guy comes in, he's like, how you doing? I'm like, well, I'm all wet and bloody. Like, yeah. I don't know. I find yeah. a piece of styrofoam, like putting yeah. it on my head. And yeah. like, all right, well, we'll see you later. <laughs> you had one, one heck of a surf introduction, last, didn't you? That was my last time <laughs> I don't, surfing, I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think, I think, I guess to be in like that area, which is the learn to surf, the beginner mm -hmm. stage, um, I push a lot of clients or potential clients to go obviously start at the schools and okay. have that guidance so you're not in the rip, you're not in the yep, rocks, yep, yep, you yep. get taught out of pop up, which obviously, you know. Because um, that was the fat part that you said. There's mm, tons of beginner stuff, yeah. which I could easily take advantage of if yeah. I wanted. Yeah. The high end academy, I've already been noticed. Yeah. I'm on a national program or on the national stage. Yeah. But then the, the majority of people that actually surf yeah. two, three times a week, yeah. there's this huge market, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and as, as you know, we previously said, it's common in a lot of sports, right? But is, yeah. with surfing, the, the difference is um, it wasn't globally sort of accepted initially to be that type of surfer and go get coached. There was a lot of, um, you know, I guess, Especially in certain countries where it was like they were getting, if you wanted to, you get judged like, oh, you think you're going to be pro, or you think yeah, that, the stigma just the stigma around trying to improve. Totally, it's not yeah. cool to try to improve. Exactly, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and and I, for the last decade, have been hammering home like, well, if you were starting to play golf in your later age, would you go get a golf lesson? Hundred percent. Of course you would, because you don't want your buddies to beat you on the court. You don't want to buy the rounds at the end. So well, there's um, so much. There's so yeah. much such a steep learning curve in, in I, I would say surfing, skiing. Because yes, if, if you don't definitely. do well in either of those sports or snowboarding, you could die. As you well know, it can, right? it can be embedded. Golf yeah. has a steep learning curve yeah. from just yeah. being able to get around. Yeah, totally. Right? You're not going to yeah. die out there, no. but you're going to be embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, you never want to go. Never yeah. want to go again. Totally. Yeah. 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 So, continue, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're, you're right. It's it's one of those things where surfing is there's this kind of base layer of like ocean knowledge, I call it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. Just understanding the, your environment, totally. which is really tricky to just coach into a, a new adult client right and I, that's something that online you know there's material and there's there's examples but you know you really have to feel the ocean and yep. be guided uh, in the ocean so it's probably one of the pillars that is more in person um, but where I try and kick in is yes. it's a surfer that's you know grown up at the beach maybe has enough understanding about the logic of how waves break and where rips are and what a a, a bad looking wave looks like yep. a good one uh, but they have a base like technical skill set that's that's flawed and they've never had any information there so they're wanting to be more efficient once on the wave and so that's where back to the lead magnet and that you know what is the biggest secret in surfing well your upper body is the piece that really drives all of your yep. movements um, from that point of activating a, a twist or a rotation, you know, upstairs, and how that then sends your board through a maneuver or you know whatever it might be. So, is paddling mechanics anything you guys that, we, that you're going to touch on at that level or no? We don't focus on it a lot. No, again, okay. you know, there's little um, little reminders that you know are spoken about. But if we refer this back into my remote coaching um, product, a lot of the stuff that is submitted footage-wise, they're not even capturing them paddling. Mm -hmm. Say, I always say I tr try your hardest to get the, you know, the person or the, the client moving to the wave yeah, and then I trying could, to I would think that'd be so it. important. It's huge. Like and where so, you are on the board. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if I, I'm only assuming, I, yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah. 
yeah. but from all the other sports that I pay attention to, yeah. it would be, depending on where you are on the board, depending on your mechanics of paddling, because I do swim, right? There's efficient movements and inefficient movements. Definitely. And if you're just gassed after three or yeah. four waves because your mechanics suck just getting to the wave, yeah. the day is not as fun. No. If I'm, if I'm in that sweet spot yeah. of surfers just trying to have a good time. And the, and the ironic thing is like, just going to your swimming pool and swimming, like practicing swimming doesn't make you a better paddler. Oh, it's I so could, different. It's, it's, it's very different. completely different. Like you use different muscle groups. You have to- oh, your head's up, yeah, your you have to, yeah. Like your lower it's back so and that. It's, it needs to be arched in the way that you kind of keep your core strength together. Mm -hmm. um, so we coach it, but again, if I was to be more specific, like we, well, most of the people that acquire this product, they're at a stage where their paddling's at least a baseline efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they capture footage of them from the moment, I call it the in-between moment, yeah. which is the moment you see a wave. So if someone's filming their client or they're trying to get someone to film themselves to submit to me, get them to put the record on as they see you start moving yeah. towards the wave and turn and catch it. Because yep. I call that the in-between moment. And the, the biggest issue for a lot of surfers at that, that level is the way in which they paddle to the wave and where they paddle to try and catch Where they it go from to. the peak, yeah. the, the peak positioning, and there's huge amounts of um, surfers that only have like one version of how they will twist and paddle. And does it have to do with dominance? It's right just arm their leg, only. Right leg. No, it's more like they only know one way to build propulsion and be able to yeah. get yeah. enough speed up to catch a wave when there's a few different techniques. Let's think of it like a serve in tennis. Yep. There's power serves, there's spins, yep. there's, you know, big whack kicks, non-bounces, yep. like all these different ways to technically serve a ball. Yep. There's all of this different ways in which you can get momentum from the totally. from the start of a wave into it. And yeah. that is an area often overlooked and a lot of... Um, I would imagine it's a it's a somewhat of a separator in the professional ranks, right? You're catching well, waves that maybe others aren't or you're, you're getting the most out of a wave where other people yeah, aren't. Yeah, it's funny, you know, at an elite level, you expect that to be pretty, you know, solid. Well, most people and ignore the fundamentals well, in all sports. It is at the like absolute premier level, yeah. but here we're sitting here at a, an ISA World Championship event. Yeah. And there are athletes in this environment that aren't maximizing that yeah. piece. They're not yeah. paddling into the ideal peak positioning. They're not advancing from a position that they build momentum before they even get to their feet. So when they pop, yep. they've already got the speed to go into a turn because it's being really well, especially when the average conditions. conditions. So, right? Exactly. So you need yeah. to maximize these these like little. It's those subtle changes, right? Because yeah. normally we don't on this podcast. We're not talking about the technical piece, yep. but I am so fascinated about these subtle changes, yeah. especially in an environment that is so dynamic. Yeah. Right, the, the court's not moving exactly. in tennis. Yeah. Golf, you've yeah. got some varying grass conditions, wind, uphill, yeah. downhill, so it's a little yeah. bit more variability, totally. but the ball's also not moving. Totally, yeah. Out here, I mean, it seems like yeah. it could be the trickiest thing to be consistently good at. Yeah. It's also a subjective sport, which doesn't help, Yeah. which I, I have such a pain <laughs> with. That's why I don't think I could ever be a, sur a surfer or an ice yeah. skater or something. Yeah. But those little, like what is the separator between the good and the great? Yeah. At a certain point, I wonder yeah. if it's those little things. I don't know. It is. Um, when I come back from any campaign where I've been working, you know, at a World Junior event, Olympics, or, or in this case, an Open World event, I go home and I just hammer fundamentals yeah. because, you know, the, the top nations, you know, whether it be America and sort of um, Australia, you know, Japan's one of those nations. Um, Japan, I always use a, a case study there so fast you know they're just they're little ninjas you know and they wow. their their kind of compactness and the way you know look at the snowboarding recently in the yeah. half fight the way in which they are able to 
um, perfect their technique, but provide like do it so sharp and precise and quickly. Um, it's almost second to none. Now, where they lack a little bit is power um, and maybe some progression and flow, which you know the Hawaiians and Americans yeah. and Australians also have. But in that area of like, let's call it, um, you know, going from a like a junior and then being like, uh, you know, an amateur to a pro, but trying to make it to the top of the pro league they do really well in that transition because they have all of that foundational yep. stuff so dialed in uh, and then it's not that other countries and other athletes don't work on it but they just haven't they haven't developed it to their okay. um their quickness and you know some of it might be a little bit uh the makeup of their you know of them of course of the cultural yeah, yeah exactly but the point is you know there's all these little things that get overlooked and i mean we had some athletes in this event where they just weren't paddling and attacking the takeoff as much as they could have. Yep. And they lost in some earlier rounds, and we identified that. And we were, you know, obviously we're like, hey man, you got to make sure of this. And then the next seat, just you know, we're, they were up a level, mm -hmm. you know, and, and making sure of those little things that got them to then do the big turns down the line, right? You know. Yep. Um, yeah. So important. So important. Yeah. So when when we talk about the art of surfing as your private business, and we talk about you as a national coach, there's two different things there's yeah. crossover for sure yeah but launching your own business in, into this world I guess how has the the offer evolved how has your niche evolved where do you see it going as far as getting attention because yeah. again we see this big fat sweet spot we're here today because you're working with some of the best of the best yeah they pay the some of the bills I'm sure but not yeah. the bulk of it yeah um, so how how are we gonna how has the niche evolved and where do you see it going you know, over the next couple of years to help yourself stand out even more? Yeah, um, you know, I wasn't very far into it because I started out, all right, I want to be, you know, high performance only, you yeah. know, and, and set up this, you know, pathway system in New Zealand because it wasn't there. And, and, and I did that and it was awesome. And I'm really grateful to have that, uh, you know, have done that and still be in that space. But I learned really quickly, that's not where the money is. Um, yeah. So I went into the development of younger kids, which added some value, uh, some money. And also, you know, relying on parents and yep. when's the next crop of kids coming through. So yeah, I identified that middle space and focused in-person coaching and one-to-one -one lessons and group days. You know, yeah. that became all right. If I get eight guys on the course for a day, right. that's going to maximize so my linear. time. Yeah. So linear. Okay, we can I could go to Bali and do a camp. That'll make it a you know a juicy which week. Which I was super jealous of, yeah, but <laughs> which you're, is you're great. working now. Yeah, and I still do it because it's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're selling your time. You know, yeah. I have a young family. Yeah. Um, you're trying to wear a million different hats, and um, it's tiring. And so. For me, I've always tried to be ahead of the curve. Uh, you know, even just like I know video analysis is so common now, but when I started, no one was doing it in surfing mm -hmm. in my country. Well, there's a lot of sports yeah. that you would think they do it a lot in, they still yeah. don't. And so that was kind of one of the first things. I started using an iPad at the beach, no one was doing that. You know, mm -hmm. just all of these little things. You know, one of the other apps I used just for like purely analysis yep. was the first in surfing to find and start using, which then became sort of standard procedure through Australia and other, mm -hmm. other regions. So when I came across this idea of right i want to coach people remotely all around the world because i have a global clientele not only that i've worked with in person but that know of me through my social yeah how do i provide a product i started to look for something that i could use to you know um have that service sit on and that platform just when i found coach now and so it was just a great timing for me it was pre-covid yeah. too like it was before this boom which is great yeah, yeah and you guys were set but also growing and um 
yeah, it just became really apparent to me then that like, right, this is exactly what I need and how do I provide like a product that sits, you know, in front of people that utilizes this this perfect little man to, to, to get my coaching to these people. So um, that's been my real focus and now it's kind of leaned into having um, cohorts and, and I base yeah, them like currently that. on a three monthly cohort because I, and I looked at other offerings and I know some other coaches in golf will have like options, they can choose three or six or a year. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to do was um, kind of pull everyone into a three month cohort because... I much prefer, by the way, you just saying what it is and people fall into it. Yeah, I didn't want to provide too much options. Too many options yeah, exactly. cause problems it's, and yeah, then you end up being yeah. the victim of your clients. Yes, yeah. So yeah, no, I'm stoked for you to say, this is how I do it. Well, take it or leave it. The main reason was, how do I manage the expectation? Well, yeah, absolutely. When I'm also going over here doing this world event, coaching this junior kid, have this after, because I'm still trying to do Well, if you've got your one-on-one, -on -one, you've got yeah. your national responsibilities, so yeah. then yes, it's like, yeah. okay, if you start here, this yeah. is the common expectation after three months, yeah. based yeah. on your cohort. Exactly. So you're, yeah. so let me, let me ask a clarifying question. Yeah. So if I'm signing up for a cohort, mm. let's assume I'm actually a decent surfer, Yeah. but I'm, but I'm being assessed in some way. Yeah. Am I then being partnered up with folks at this relatively the same skill level and goal orientation, or is it just, hey, this is the next three month cohort, I'm in it? Yeah, so we target um, the cohorts for that everyday surfer kind of, you know, that's what's So you're not really worried if there's a big separation in skills, because the skills no. are relatively the same. Yeah, it, again, it's that middle it's pack. Not as and so if someone inquires, yeah. and I, I, you know, a little bit of a communication through guns and they're elite, we, I might offer them my VIP, yeah. you know, training, remote yep. training, which is only given to those that are at a level that are ready for that. Um, and if they're not ready in terms of their level's too low, I'll recommend that, hey, this isn't quite right for you because you won't be able to obtain the footage we need to um, assess you. So right. okay. I pull everyone in. And so, yeah, there's some um, differences in level, but they're in a general zone. Okay. They go into a group within the app. And then from my experience from running some, some beta testing and running some different, um, you know, like I did a couple of accelerator programs. Yep this group environment worked well because when someone so they've got their individual channels down the side but there's the home feed so the individual footage goes into their channel oh so you're using it that way yeah okay. and then in that channel is where i provide their individual assessment are other people seeing that or they have open access to those areas so you've yep. left it instead yep. of yep. so anybody watching yep. that is a coach now person yep. there's private yeah joinable yeah or uh, auto join exactly are you leaving it as kind of joinable Every, everything's joinable and ah, so cool. the reason okay. i chose to do that is because my Smart. cohorts aren't big like yeah. I'll take around 20 to sort of 30 tops. And I want, again, they're three months. They start on this month. This is when you submit your footage. This is when yeah. I'll reply to all of you by. This is when I expect my next, your next piece of footage so I can reassess. This is how we're going to communicate in between through, you know, voice message Q&A. So they understand the expectations. They understand when they'll hear from me. If my time's managed. I'm not got 40 different people on different time frames and I'm trying to remember who's is coming up, who's ascending. Yeah. And then also on top of that, they can learn from each other within the group, and they are, it's all clear that this is uh, a public group space. Very cool. And way so to when do they it. sign up, yeah, they like actually learn from one another. And so I can cherry pick some examples and actually pop that into the general feed as well. Yes, of course. Uh, and I found from my accelerator programs where it was an open space, the, you know, the number one piece of feedback when I asked for you know the questionnaires, they loved learning from all the videos about the other surface yeah because that's the power I'm, of these communities yeah, in the exactly. sense that yeah. that's what i keep harping on with coaches i love the way you're doing it, it might not work if there's 300 in no, a cohort that's right exactly so you gotta you'll yeah. tell me more about yeah. that in a moment but yeah 
there is power in the group mm. because they're going to keep getting value that yeah. you have created for one, but it impacts yeah. the 30 or however many people are in there. Yeah. So there's so much leverage in that, that totally. model. Well, the, the other piece of feedback I got when I did just a, just did a group, I didn't make channels for and the people. And this is important too. Yeah. You've launched, got feedback, and yeah. iterated. Yeah. So everybody, you know, <laughs> launch and iterate. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And these are like, these were, this was a different product at the time, but ultimately I was testing out different ways to use the app. And um, I did just a group to start, and so everyone's content was in one feed, and yeah. the feed got pretty big. And yeah, I taught them about tagging and filtering. So that was all done. But then I was like, well, what if we use the channel? So they yeah. had their individual spaces, public. Anyone could still learn from each other, but they knew where to go when they just wanted to access their stuff straight away. Yeah. Um, and then I can then just you know download stuff that I liked and then think, hey, look, I had a really good chat with Sam here about you know the mechanics of his bottom turn. I think this is going to be really valuable to the group. And then you know, kind of feature on the homepage is, is how I looked at that. You're going to love a new feature that's coming out soon yeah. with copy and move posts. So you'll just be able to move it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I coming. saw that and I was like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's going to save me from downloading and re, re, um, yeah, absolutely. re kind of producing the same posts yep. in a different space. Now, yeah. I, I will say, though, from a technical standpoint, if you did any level of analysis and you mm. saved it in there, that mm. should also be in your library, library already anyway. Yeah, okay. So just go that's look. Good. Make yeah, sure you don't, you're not double doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so, so far so good. I mean, there's merit in um, maybe just doing cohorts where everyone gets their own private space and it's just a one-to-one. Yeah, but I like what you're doing. But the way I wanted this to look initially was that, well, hey, last time the, the positive feedback was around learning from one another. Yep. Um, and also, they start to feed the group a little bit themselves because mm -hmm. people are asking questions, others are answering a totally. bit, and we're just, you know, supporting, um, and then I can come in and just makes a healthier environment, I think. So what's the max cohort for you, you think, as far as many people? Yeah, so I've put it currently at 30, um, okay. and I saw that advertised generally, you know, there's, there's the, the initial ones were 20, I'll admit, okay. um, and now I'm thinking, okay, that was relatively manageable, because uh, we only launched this, uh, you know, I've been doing this for like two years with Coach now, but the new product of the three-month remote cohorts uh, we launched in, I think, March. So, okay. you know, I haven't been doing it every month. I'm just doing, you know, because they're three-month cycles. I've sort of been staggering them so I can make sure of, you know, just managing. Um, so you've got a cohort, let's say, starting in May and then another yeah. cohort starting in June. Exactly, yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. as I'm getting But you're more, overlapping. So there yeah, is, they're there's, overlapping there's some bit. mental, yeah. like, you got to pay attention. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's also the like as we've mentioned prior, like the billing side of it, and, yep. and you know that's obviously something that you've got to be on top of, like who's yep. ending when and all that, which soon will be. Yeah, yeah, we'll help you. I hope. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been for me like if I was to be like completely honest, like I I really love the in-person coaching and I love the high performance space, and I will continue to do both. But my number one focus right now is I want to be able to coach people remotely. You know, all around the world, go to my office studio I've set up, yep. you know, jump on the iPad, punch out re reviews, communicate with my members, um, and that have 80% of my focus. And, yeah, and, makes sense. And really scale that side of the business. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah so I think if, if, if you've found this sweet spot and you can continue to make them offers, yeah. now the trick will be, right? Um, what's the retention look like? Yeah. What's the average lifetime value of a customer look like? You'll yeah. only know that after doing it for quite some time. Totally. Can you increase the value of that customer year over year? Yeah. That's where the real magic comes in. That's yeah. all the 
all software talk, software yeah. as a service talk. Yeah. Me there, so, so it's like a, getting the initial customers great, mm. but retaining them and upselling them year yeah. after year yeah. is where the real leverage comes because now you're covering whatever churn you might have. Totally. Right? totally. You're covering the cancellations that are inevitable in any business. Yeah. Well, I mean, the base, I guess, which I haven't really spoken about, like the base of this product is my annual membership. So to, yep. um, like the other surfing academy. So initially that was just your typical content library. Um, people would come in, sign up okay. for a membership, having monthly drops of content. And that was cool, but it wasn't enough to get the progression out of the members that I would like to get. So yep. I thought, well, what could I add to really grow this? And so after time working with Coach Now app, I thought, well, I'm gonna add, if you're a member, you get one annual review. So it's called yeah. a Tails Review. And essentially, they submit footage into another group environment. They don't have private channels in this. It's just that one feed. Yep. And they get to have one time they submit some footage that I reply to within the app with a review. And again, everyone can learn from everyone. So yep. if you're a member of the academy, but you can't, you don't have footage currently, still sign up. There's a library of people's reviews that you, you will really get value from. And you have a year to access this piece of, um, you know, this extra bonus. So the, the idea around that was A, you know, improve the surfing more of my, my members, but B, showcase how powerful this remote coaching thing absolutely, is. Yeah, absolutely. And then that is where the upsell was then into these remote coaching yep. um, cohorts. And again, I looked at different ways in which I could do that, different tiers of membership and all this, but I just thought, you know, keep it simple, um, keep it, you know, manageable and build from there. And yeah, it's been going really well. Like the conversion of anyone that's had a Tails review to get a cohort, is super high and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that they get a taste and they want more and a lot of people will buy cohorts based on okay it's coming up to summer i want to get ready kind of it. think of it like i want to get in shape for the yeah. beach days right totally. it's the same kind of motivation right i want to get sharpened for winter summer and then surfing more or i have a surf trip i want to go on on my holiday i don't want to rock up to these really good waves and be rusty yep, i want to yep, yep. i want to get ahead of that you yep. know so um, those are kind of some of the things we kind of speak to to help promote signups so then when you're doing a launch right you're launching a new cohort you're promoting yeah. for it because this is kind of the stuff that because uh, you're not in level two yet i think of the blueprint no. i don't think you joined no, it so no. so level two is all about productizing your expertise so it's a lot of what you're doing but then yeah. taking it a step further to where a lot of it's evergreen to where you're yeah. not interacting with it at all yeah right totally. so having a mix of offers yeah. or yeah. a mix of products uh so one of the things that we talk about in that course and you're doing it anyway but to point out Every launch yeah. needs scarcity and yeah. uh, a time attached yeah, to it. Yeah, totally. Right? So mm. hopefully you can have both. Like, yeah. hey, we launch on October 1st, yeah. pay by this date, yeah. and by the way, there's only 20 slots. Yeah. Right? If you can package both of those things, then people move. Yeah. The trouble, the difficulty with an evergreen product, and this is where it gets hard mm. to go from, because it's fairly easy to keep launching yeah. and keep selling. Yeah. But if we took everything that you've done, distilled it into an evergreen product that was for sale all the time, mm. that's where it becomes difficult to have a consistent sales coming in because there's no urgency and scarcity yeah, totally, attached to it. Totally. So then you have to think of other mechanics. We yeah. won't get it in here, but I think that's yeah. part of the evolution of your business is yeah. finding a way to, totally. you've got your lead magnet that'll yeah. be yeah. best kept secret in surfing. Yeah. It might be, the, the art of catching a, a wave or yep. whatever it might be, you offer that, get their email, you get them into this whole thing, mm. but if they're not ready for any of that, yeah. well, I'll back up. 
yes, they can join your community. It's a low enough price to where they yeah. can watch the videos. It's totally. A lot of it's evergreen-ish, yep. which is cool, yep. which is great. Yep. But then, like, is there another thing? Yeah. I don't know if there is, yeah. but that'd be something to explore as yeah. you keep growing. Well, when one thing that kind of jumps to mind, when I first started using the app, and I was like, right, what's the first kind of group thing I want to do? And that yep. was when I sort of said, all right, we'll do an accelerator course, okay? And how do we how do we get eyes on this? So we um, advertise what was called a five day fast track, free five day fast track. And okay. so it was five webinars over five days with my top five tips to the everyday surfer. Okay. And we promoted it. I got sponsorship from brands and all sorts of things. Nice. And there's giveaways. Um, Great. And we had over a thousand people sign up for this Damn. thing. It was incredible. And every what was, night, what did the attendance look like? Every Why? night the attendance was in and around three to three, like minimum was three fifty. Up live, oh, up to 500, and it was That's great numbers. It was really, really successful. I mean, I blew myself away. Um, it became a little bit nerve-wracking all of a sudden. I was like, "Shit, we got 500 people on there right now, and I'm clicking let's go live." You know, it was a really yeah. big, um, you know, moment to kind of push yourself outside your comfort zone. Totally, it was received really, really well. And the key thing was a lot of the information I was delivering hadn't really been heard, and it was because it was my stuff that I'd kept to my in-person clients, but yeah. all of a sudden now the masses could get a, a taste of it. So we converted over 50 people into the, the high ticket, which was the accelerator course. Okay, so, we kept, so we a thousand registered, 350-ish yeah. yeah. on, a, on a daily basis yeah. attended. Yeah. You converted 50. We, we limited it to 50 too. Limited to 50, yeah, okay. Yeah. And we filled it. But yeah. all those folks are still on your list. Yeah, And have definitely. probably purchased something yeah. since then, Most I of them are still members, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. great. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Or dropped out, come back, or but sign still up. on your list. They're still on the list. You Absolutely. have the email. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. So, with uh, this year being relatively busy at my end with um, other commitments such yeah. as the World uh, Junior Campaigns, the Worlds I'm at now, uh, I haven't done another version of that, which I think would be really powerful to help launch this new remote coaching. And we're working on that behind the scenes to uh, get something up, you know, before our summer in New Zealand you know, mm -hmm. America's winter to uh, promote this new service, this new product and kind of get eyes on it and then offer a special deal out of this. Yep. And it will be live webinars again, yep. but you know, eventually the evergreening those um, would be a goal. Yep. And then that can at least take over. And I, I think the biggest challenge is driving scarcity when people know, well, there's another cohort that yep. will come and another cohort yep. that will come. So. You know, but scarcity hmm. doesn't necessarily always need to be time oriented. Yes, because the argument is yes, there's another cohort that's coming, but yeah. it's like, I'm a big deal. People are, yeah. the third cohort's already, already booked, booked out. out. Right, right, exactly. So that's yeah. some of the language that you yeah. will honestly use because yeah. it's honest. Yeah, and exactly. also, you just want to make them aware that, yeah. that this is already booked out. So you, you need to act now. Yeah, totally. Because you'll have enough data, and yeah. you already have it already right now, to say, yeah. hey, typically we yeah. book three cohorts out. Yeah. Like we're on the third one already. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, we're also offering <coughs> early access to our members and a, and a, a yep, reduced good. rate. And good. so that's been working well just to, but a lot of them now have, um, you know, done a cohort or two. Yeah. And so, you know, they're aware of it and they're then like, okay, cool, that's been amazing. Um, I'm now going to go implement for a, a period of time and okay. look at a future one. So now we're looking to branch out into um, more non-members. How do we get in front of them? Because okay. the members, they're already in your system. They like what you do. They have the free access to the, the annual uh, review. They love it. They want more and they sign up. And so that's been that's been working well. Um, do you so, have the retention numbers? Because you've only even been doing it that long, but the annual retention, retention numbers? Of saying in... Yeah, so renewing for a second year. 
in the academy. Yeah, in well, the in the in one the annual the one annual annual yeah. review. Yeah, they're in that larger membership yeah. area. So since launching that, we're we're only months into the the new what I call the new 2.0 academy. Okay. Okay. So I launched the academy in uh, early 2020. Um, we had a great sign up. We retained really well for the first sort of 12, um, you know, even 24 months. Okay. Then uh, COVID sort of. Mm-hmm. Let the scripts go. I got really busy, and one thing that uh, kind of I realized was, okay, I don't think this is the best way to do it. I need to yeah. have this touch point, mm-hmm. and I was open on to my community that I was going to be, you know, getting the content to them that I promised because I'm going to rebuild this academy, okay. offer something new. So that kind of brings us to March this year, mm-hmm. and we've relaunched, and now we're in that early stage. So of those that have recently signed up, they're still in the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of the cohorts, we've, we've only done two, yep. so no one's really at that second yep. phase of, oh, I need another cohort. So early days, yep. um, but exciting because it's growing and I feel like the value, mm-hmm. most importantly, that everyone's getting now, based on reviews and feedback, is mm-hmm. just far greater than anything yep. you know earlier. Uh, so I believe the retention rate's going to be, our churn will, will drop dramatically. Two reasons, with the membership of the academy, by the time, if they don't do any cohorts, by the time their end of their first year ro- rolls around, they're going to be like, damn, well, I'm almost due for another free review. Yeah. And honestly, we're only charging $1.99 a year for our academy. Like, most people that sign up for an Olympic coach review is going to be getting two to 250 bucks anyway. Right. So the value is there 10 times over yep. to stay in, the, in, our, okay. in our membership, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I think that's going to help retention rate from a yeah. business point of view. Yep. And then also the discount and access to cohorts. Mm-hmm. And I know by year two, they're going to be sold out well in advance. Yeah. So then we can promote that a little more truthfully. Yep. Um, hey, you know, this is another real bonus of being a member. Yeah. Is you're going to get that early access. You'll know a month ahead of time. You're not going to be waiting six months, yeah. eight months to get in. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that stage because I know we're going to get there and it's going to be. Is, is there any argument to be made? Because they do this in some other sports. The only reason I'm bringing it up, yep. right, is to go level one, level two, level three. So you're leveling. Is there any Definitely. argument to, to structuring Definitely. it that way? Absolutely. Because eventually yeah. it's like, well, I've, you know, I'm in the cohort, but I'm yeah. kind of with this yeah. same folks. Yeah, yeah. But I've progressed because yeah. I'm learning and I yeah. care. So what's what's now? Totally. So the now yeah. currently seems to be one to one VIP kind of services. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder if there's something in between that you can start building. Absolutely. Like, for me, the goal was just to start really simple and just see if it worked and get You're people in. It. Yeah, and great. then as we progress forward, you know, we were thinking about having like graduates sort of years things. So yeah. like if you've done, you know, a cohort this year uh-huh. and you've reached this like, because one of the other things we're working really hard on is having, you know, surfing is really hard to put lines in the sand in terms of like, oh, I'm progressing and what level. Yeah. Like intermediate is this difficult. broad, yeah. you know, but what sort of level intermediate are you? So. We want to structure, and I've done this with my in-person coaching. We've got uh, a resource page that articulates more in depth about this is the level you're at, this is the level, this is the things you're doing. So you have some benchmarks that someone could test out Absolute, of their level Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like if this is how long you've been serving, this is the sort of stuff you're struggling with or doing, then this is you know the level, and this is another, okay. and this is another. And then we have a resource page that is for our uh, land-based training, and you read yes. it based on like, issues that you would have in your surfing and if you, if you well that happens to me then this is a land-based training thing that can support you right. so we're going to pull that all together for this remote coaching so that people can start to go on that journey of going well okay here i am mm-hmm. and then they 
they can reach this through a remote coaching cycle and using our content and then go on to the next and to the next. And your point exactly to then advertise, which I do in person, level-based in-person courses, yeah. we'll do level-based cohorts yeah. so that we start to move people up that chain, you know? Um, but initially, I just wanted to keep it broad so we could fill well, the... Well, you're figuring and, it yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And, and you're getting good interest. You're getting good feedback. Yeah. No reason to overcomplicate it ever. Yeah, totally. Any other yeah. stuff might just be bullshit. might not be worth doing it. Yeah. But part of the reason my brain always goes this way is right now, most of this is falling on your shoulders. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah. So by creating levels, mm. you position yourself, and you're already positioned anyway, but... yeah. It positions you here and allows you to hire people for Absolutely. this stuff, yeah, right? Definitely. Because it's clear. It's clear that, hey, I'm, I'm in the yeah. level one. I work yeah. with a level one yeah. coach, right? Yeah. If I get up to level three, then I yeah. get some time with Matt. Yeah, like, yeah. this is a big deal. I'm yeah. going to pay more. And this is yeah, great, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in all the academies that we work with and all the solo coaches that go yeah. from solo coaches to building a business that goes beyond themselves, yeah. you got to hire help. Absolutely. But... Yeah you have to position your offerings in such a way that the customer base doesn't go, well, he doesn't know anything, mm -hmm. right? And it's always great to not put your name on it yeah. because then only people want to work with you. Yeah. So that was good on your part not to yeah, do that. Totally. But it allows you to hire all these people. Yeah. Martial arts has had it figured out forever because mm -hmm. I'm the brown belt coach, I'm the black belt yeah, coach, totally. right? It makes yeah. it so easy Definitely. for the intern to yeah. work with the six-year-olds yeah. and the expert to work with yeah. You know, the amazing 15-year-old or whatever yeah. it might be. Cool. So while it's not about overcomplicating it now, mm. it's going, okay, what does my three-year plan right? look like? Yeah. How do I get myself out of this? Yeah. Take totally. all the work I've done mm. and just put a gate in front of it yeah. and call it something different. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, myself, but also, you know, my business coach and stuff from the outset wanted to exactly have a brand that wasn't attached to my name yeah and even with the relaunch of the academy everything's a, a chaos coach yeah because yeah most of the you know members know for now it's majority me but i do have junior coaches in new yeah. zealand that help facilitate my in-person coaching yep and they're more than capable of also producing those reviews yeah um so we looked at it like okay firstly how do we scale that base membership right what if we get two three four thousand members yeah Matt can't do that many reviews, you know, no. he's going to be pulled sideways. So everyone's very aware from the sign-up, it's a Tails review from a Tails coach. Great. And, you know, they get me, cool. They don't get me, they're, they're still happy because yeah. it's our coaching philosophy, it's our coaching yep. framework. And so, yeah, it's a really great point to produce those levels and put those coaches in, in those places. And, you know, to be honest, we hadn't fully figured out what the scalability of the remote coaching was just yet because you're yeah. just kind of working it out and totally. it's a new product uh, well you're tapping into a market you. you're tapping into yeah. a market that from the outside mm. and i think you've kind of confirmed a little bit isn't traditionally used to paying yeah for improvement yeah as much as some of the more traditional sports definitely are. yeah yeah so you gotta test it you gotta yeah it definitely out. and i just think it's a move one of those moving things where like obviously let's have a conversation with you but also learning from your community and then understanding like oh this this is how i can now yep. actually scale this and they're all going to be signing back up yep. without getting me you know and that's yeah i mean for me personally though like i actually like i look forward to that day you know yeah. as well for sure yeah. i look forward to being able to be at the beach surfing and it's ticking away um but i really 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 thrive on going to my office opening up my app and seeing notifications from someone in Australia, someone in Brazil, someone cool, in LA, right? yeah. and just being like, bang, and then like, 
turn the mic on, sip my coffee, and, yeah, and give so this cool. person this advice, knowing they are progressing because yeah. the evidence is in front of me. And it, it honestly, it, it, it really, it really excites me. Like, there's something so powerful in, in it for me at the moment where I'm like, I can't believe I'm actually getting this result across the world. Um, and I guess I'm so used to like coaching people in person and go back out now and they do yeah. it. I'm like, yeah, told you, see, I know yeah. that's gonna happen. But yeah, it's just kind of like a new exciting coaching experience for me. So mm-hmm. the passion and the interest is there to, for now to be doing it all, you know, and um, eventually I look forward to training others and growing that. But it's just exciting to coach people around the world and, and see progression. It's, it's a really powerful thing, I think, for a coach, yeah. No, it's, it's an amazing, amazing feat to yeah. do what you've done. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people trying to follow in your footsteps, but as we kind of talked about earlier, it's going to yeah. be hard to yeah. catch up, yeah. which is substantial. Yeah. So you're you're not at the point of paying for acquisition yet, are you? Are you running ads or no? Yeah. You yeah. are? Yeah. Okay. So we turned them off for a little bit while we built that built the academy. Okay. Um, but yeah, for, for years, we'll, like, like in terms of for my online coaching uh-huh. stuff, yep. we were using Facebook ads for a while. Uh, in other forms um, and then we turn them off while we rebuild it and we haven't turned them on for okay. the remote coaching just yet but okay. the reason for that is again we launched in March I know that sounds like okay that's a few months now oh, well. but since then my schedule's been tapped yeah. um, with with all of my stuff and we've just been wanting to like I'm, I'm in a you know slow and steady for the long haul I just want to make sure like everything's working right the community's thriving correctly the content's you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're delivering what we promise. I'm managing these new cohorts before we turn the notches up, and you know we can't handle the influx. So well, paying for ads can also just be setting money on fire. Like it's it's, it's yeah. a moving target completely. Absolutely. Yeah. You're you may not be competing for a high a high click yeah. uh, cost because people aren't really advertising in the way that you are. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you have happy you have happy customers. Mm. They're gonna tell other folks, right? So you're just delivering value. Absolutely. If your social game is decent, mm. great. Yeah. I think what we've discovered, you know, looking at all these businesses, is that you don't need to be a social media guru at Definitely all. Not. You don't, no. because you're always fighting the algorithm. Yeah. So where are you gonna spend your time for organic yeah. lead capture? What we've discovered, and this has kind of been happening for us for years anyway, but for your side of the equation, it's like you're either a really good blogger, so you get SEO traffic. Yeah. Hopefully, pretty good at YouTube because that's the search engine. Yeah. How to X, how totally. to do this, right? Totally. So yeah. your video that you shot five years ago still exists, yeah. where it doesn't on TikTok or Instagram. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. Yeah. So really focusing on that. Yeah. And then all the CTAs are, I'll give you the best kept secret in surfing for your email. Yeah. Because the larger the email list you have, yeah, no, that's your business. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. So many coaches. It's an ego thing too. Get yeah. caught up, and I need a hundred thousand followers, and it's totally. like, damn, that feels cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, if my YouTube channel has that much, and I'm getting views, I should invest there because yeah. YouTube's paying me to do totally, it. Totally, totally. Who gives a shit on Instagram because mm-hmm. you're relying on some brand to come sponsor a post? That's yeah. not a business. Yeah, yeah. But for you and anybody listening to this, it's like really hone in on just collecting emails. Yeah. That's the entirety of how we've built our you business. <laughs> we have built our business yeah. from day one. Yeah. Like 10 years ago, mm. we were cold emailing coaches. We were combing the internet, going yeah. to their business. We'd just go like, golf coach, central coast. Yeah. Look at everybody, mine the emails, yeah. email them. Yeah. And we got some of the top names you could ever imagine signing that. up yeah. day one mm. for something that barely even worked. Yeah. So you fast forward to today, we have a lot of emails. Yeah. 
Not everyone's an active user, for no, sure. Not no, everyone's no. a paying user, whatever. Yeah. But we activate a yeah. lot when we have something new to offer. Yeah, it's, totally. it's just like, can't stress it enough. Well, that's, you know, when you ask about the ads, like the, the other reason we haven't done that is we wanted to focus firstly on the community we already had and the members that's we exactly had, right. the emails we have. And so, every and we migrated too. Like another key point is like, we were using Kajabi yep. and we migrated off that with our membership, which wasn't ideal, but it was a necessity. We needed more flexibility to integrate this remote coaching and have things talking to each other correctly for communication and payment. And so we moved everyone across. Um, and you're using Squarespace, right? And we're using Squarespace. Yep. And, you know, like people don't, I mean, emails are great and they, we converted like a core group really quickly. Yep. But what we notice is like a lot of people aren't even, you know, they don't open every email, nope. they, they do and they don't act. I mean, people are busy. So this um, journey we've been on currently is just converting them through more, you know, I guess content-based emails yep. now of showing yep. them lots of the as yep. opposed to, hey, this is new and shiny, well, this is also no, what you get. You need to be yeah. delivering value That's on a cadence totally. so that people actually want to open your stuff. Yeah. That's and, one of the biggest problems when yeah. we partner with large organizations, mm. large sporting coach organizations like yeah. you don't provide any value so yeah. they never open your email yeah. you want us to pay to sponsor you potentially which yeah. we've stopped doing anybody that says hey we want to partner with you go well great yeah we'll do a rev share yeah we're yeah. never going to pay to access your email list because totally. your open rates suck yeah, yeah. right yeah. so yes deliver value on a cadence sneak in yeah you know for the sure. offers oh, yeah, the it's way, always, there's right? always a button that's yeah, going to yeah, take always. them to the place but we haven't even we haven't even tapped I mean, I would say we're about 20% we've, we've tapped of, you know, just our own, yeah. our own like database. So it's early days and, you know, going outside, uh, like to be honest with you, actually our first two cohorts, we're only member based. We yeah. didn't even open it to uh, non-members because yep. we wanted to, you know, provide that extra value for coming across yep. and then reward them for doing so. You yep. know, say thank you for staying with us and joining. Uh, we know this presented another like admin layer to stick with us, but here's your reward. This is why we wanted to do it. As you can see, it's much better, and uh, it just makes. And we want to make our current members, our loyal founding, you know, founding members, also feel good yep. about this change, staying with us, reward them, and then turn around and go, okay, now we can focus on you know acquisition of new clientele. It was yeah. the same same thing that we did because I'm always yeah. as transparent as I can without yeah. getting super specific on the numbers. But yeah, yeah. we had a very passionate clientele coaching coaches yeah. paying us for coach now plus which has been our only offer for a long time True. yeah we bring out coach now pro mm. it's not fully flushed out it's only going to get better yeah right but we do a soft launch to our existing paying yeah, members giving exactly. them the best deal that's ever going to be yeah then we message to uh, anybody that's ever been in trial or was a member yeah so we segment the audiences right exactly what I did right so <laughs> we're segmenting segmenting, segmenting. Yeah, yeah slightly different exactly. offer it's not as good it's good you haven't been with me as long yeah. nope you're not paying me currently yeah exactly. so you, you segment yeah. it all out and yeah. then eventually yeah. it's like okay well I've, I've run those campaigns yeah. X amount of times the mm. conversions are X yeah I'll still keep dripping but now it's time to unleash it absolutely so yeah. that, that's what I would always recommend yeah. to anyone is yeah. like test if, if you want because who was I talking to the other day it was a I guess it was a golf coach, I guess, but it was something to the effect of, oh no, it was a group of a bunch of coaches in China. Yeah. And the business of coaching side of over there is, is slow to catch on across the different sports for yeah. a myriad of reasons we could all probably guess at. Yeah. But one of the biggest questions was like, well, how do I take my existing clientele that I'm just doing lessons with mm. and move them into this whole 
yeah. coaching programming Slightly. thing that you're telling me about. Yeah. Do I do I set the price based on just the hours I'm spending? And I go, no, because now you're just still selling time. Yeah, you're still just exactly. doing lessons. It's just <laughs> packaged in a prettier way. opposite of thing. why you're doing this. <laughs> right. The, the point is don't yeah. anchor your value to your time. Anchor the value to the expertise and the and results that you're getting yeah. people. Yeah. If I could meet you with you for 10 minutes and you're the, become the best surfer in the world, yeah. Why would you only pay me 50 bucks? Yeah, you pay me a million. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And that's what service-based yeah. people have such a hard time moving away from yeah. is it's yeah. like, I've spent, you've, let's just anchor it on you, you spent nearly your entire life educating yourself on the ins and outs of surfing, high performance, all the rest. Yeah. Why would I pay you $100 for that hour? Totally. When yeah. I should pay you maybe 1000 or 10000 or 20 It's all yeah. arbitrary. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think, I, like, for me, one of the things that, you know, it's hard to, and you've heard this, you've spoken about it with all sorts of coaches, like, it's, it's hard to put your value up in person um, so particularly when you get to a, a certain point, like I have over the years, and you get to a certain point, and you're like, well, man, this is kind of, like, this is getting relatively, you know, out of price for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah But totally. that's yeah. my value, right? Yep. And why should I do that when I can focus here and make more money mm -hmm. in this one-to-many, like, business model? So you, you've got to put a value on yourself, and you've just got to, you've just, my, the, that was a hard you know, band-aid to rip off, but as soon as I did that, and look, I still offer some in-person coaching to some of my young developing kids I really like for a reasonable price, because I understand That's a lifestyle their, fa choice. their family situation, yeah, yeah. and I want to I support them, but yeah. um, to just general clientele, it's, it's getting to a point where like, 80% of inquiry, don't don't book me anymore, because I can't, it's not so much they can't afford it, it's just like, well, that's, that's now at a price that I have to think about this, mm -hmm. and they might come back eventually, but they don't book me straight away, is my point. Um, and it's hard to kind of commit to that because you're so used to that being your revenue. And but boy, you know, if you, if you yeah. have an ex a ridiculous price, yeah, right. That also clearly has a value stack uh, all right there. You're, all, you're detailing it's it all, all, right? Relevant to what you're. It's all service. relevant, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you have this thing that's yeah. positioning yourself as a, a thought leader, a credible person yeah. in the market. You've got all your badges and wins and whatever. Yeah. But then it's like, well, okay. Well, if you can't work me here. Mm. There's all the other things you can do, Absolutely. right? I think that's yeah. where a lot of coaches yeah. are missing the boat is yeah. that they're not tapping into creating, like we spoke about before we even started recording this. It's like, you cannot let yeah. the audience that's interested in you escape to YouTube or escape yeah. to the cheap coach in their area. Yeah. You need to keep them in the fold, keep dripping on them, free value, free value, free value, yeah. lower cost, lower cost, yeah. mid cost, high ticket, yeah. the ultimate. Totally. You gotta yeah. have that that smattering of offers. Now yeah. you're not gonna start there in most cases. No. The biggest shift, and you made it uh, for the most part. It sounds like, and, and it's a hard thing to do, is just move away from lessons and selling time for money. Yeah. That's like shift number one. That's why yeah. we do the blueprint one. Is like, yeah. I'm screaming at you for six hours to stop selling time for money. <laughs> yeah. And then screaming at you for another six months to yeah. stop selling time for money. Yeah. And then beyond that, it's like, okay, well, how do we create a real business? Now? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I like the fact now that like. For me anyway, you know, my day rates, if people want to book me for like, you know, I get a lot of international inquiries, yeah. can we, you know, can you come do five days fly here? Out, yeah. Fly out, yeah, 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 and you start doing more high-end jobs, and it's really enjoyable, you're getting paid well for it. I mean, it's the lifestyle you, you want if to If someone's create. willing to throw it down, then it's, it's a lifestyle choice. It's incredible, and so you can cherry pick those, Yes. but then you go into your, like, I keep referring to this, I, I, I really enjoy walking into my office, yeah. sitting down in the chair and just switching on that, that iPad because the value for that hour that I sit there and I, even just currently with me, you know, being the, the main coach reviewing this, yeah. um, 
supersedes any hour value I can get in my local area coaching even like eight people in person. Like I can fly through, and when I say fly through, like, you know, giving the quality and that and the time but that each, few each person per, deserves. Yeah, I can I can get through 40, 50 clients. Of, some of it's just general, ad, you know, Q&A and admin, yeah. but it's a part of the package they're paying for. Yeah. Uh, and then do the more, you know, more in-depth reviews that are, yeah. that are sitting there. You know, and you'd be there for like three or four hours and, and walk out and, you know, pick my son up from school and take him for a surf. Like, it's, yes. it's yes, why yes, yes. I wanted to design this so that, you know, you can provide the value and move those people that can't afford the one day, you know, exclusive stuff into this uh, system that they still get fantastic coaching. They're just getting it delivered in a different way. We have an immense leverage, right? So mm. in, in any traditional coaching situation where you're meeting with people one-on-one, -on -one, right? There's mm. the one-on-one, -on -one, or sorry, when you're meeting with people in person, yeah. there's the one-on-one -on -one opportunity, not a lot of leverage. Yep. You're gonna have to charge a lot totally. to make it a thing. Yeah. Uh, if you evolve the way that you charge into the way that we believe, then it has a lot more leverage. Yeah. But if you're only collecting for the dollars in that moment, not so good. Yeah. Then there's group coaching, lots of leverage. Yeah. Right? You're standing there and 10 people are doing something and they're paying you and you can have it kind of like a supervised practice in a yeah. way. So there's leverage there, but you're still there. Yeah. You, you still have to show up. You do. Right? <laughs> Which, yeah. trust me, I love the being in there, but I don't want to yeah rely on my whole livelihood to show totally. up. Yeah. So then it's moving into the way that you've done it, which is brilliant, yeah. a mixture of all the things. Yeah. And then it's, and this because it's my challenge to you, I don't yeah. usually do this, but <laughs> I think, I think yeah. within 12 months time, yeah. it's a big window, yeah. you've done a lot already. It's like, what can you create mm. that's gonna generate you a passive, 100% yeah. passive yeah. amount of income, thousand bucks a month. Yeah. So, you just don't have to do a thing, I know. That would be my like yeah. challenge to you as your mm. new friend. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what I could mean, you do? The, the academies, you know, they, that's, where it's close. that's where the academy sits. It's like that does have one piece, uh -huh. which is the annual tales review. That just creates, not a lot. I mean, that's yeah, minimal, which it is, is great. And it's, it's, you know, as I say, there's junior coaches to assert, when I say junior, there's-, there's But that yeah. could be passive for you in the way that you don't touch it. You're paying no, someone else. that's my point. So gonna, yes. that, that's, that's what I mean. So, so you may already be there. You might have yeah, already accomplished the challenge. Well, they're not doing them all, but the point is at uh -huh. some point or another, um, we're going, because I said it's a tales review from a tales coach. And for me at the moment, I enjoy it and I want to really drive home the value. So I'm, I am doing the majority of them, but when I'm away, you know, my, yep. the, my other coach has been working with me, he can, he can do them. Yeah. But that, that, the goal is that that'll be completely passive. The content Great. will be there. Um, and then the tales reviews are done by you know, yes. an employer, employee. So you don't have to touch it. Yep. And then you can focus on other areas. And so yep. that's And by the way, that the counts piece. as passive. I know you know that, but anybody yep. listening that way, well, that's not passive. It's like, mm. well, if I'm paying people to do stuff and it's making money and covering the cost, then that's passive. The profit, the that's profit's called passive. Business. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. The profit is passive, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess there is one other piece. You want to continue to produce content into that. So, you know, it's not 100% passive, Maybe because at some point or another you're going to make some more content that goes mm -hmm. into it. But you can bash that. You can you can you, could you spend can get really far ahead of yourself. Week, yeah. Knock it out if that's if you've understood what you're going to create. Exactly. And then yeah. eventually. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to do, kind of low key with Jerem on my team. Yeah. Is like put him in front of the camera more. Yeah. He's really he presents else. well. Yeah. yeah. And it's like Jerem, this is your piece, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Go, go do it. Like I'm still the face of it. You're yeah. the face of it. Yeah. People know who I am. They don't really know who you are. Yeah. I want them to know you. Yeah. And in general, you're super smart and you have a great background so yeah, it totally. only gives us more credibility that you're yeah. here yeah rather than just this dude all the time yeah so as you bring more people into the fold mm. and it's 
well, this might be a younger coach that works with these people, but then this is like the, the, the guru of this specific spot totally. or like piece of surfing. Yeah. The, the on-land training, this is the person who's going to do all the online training videos, yeah. right? Or on-land, I should say. Totally. Sorry. Well, the next idea I have that kind of sits into that is to make it more of a global product. Okay. And, you know, surfing at the end of the day is a sport where you, it's a pretty small, I mean, it's a big sport, but it's small compared to others. And so quality coaches around the world, there's a network of us and we kind of know of each other or know yeah, each other really well. And so the point. next position would be, I don't want to just maybe train up the next kid in my region. Find the I guy want to in go Brazil get the guy over in Brazil, the yeah. guy in America, smart, the smart, guy smart, in smart, Australia. Smart. Yeah, there's already really credible but doesn't know how to do the branding and but the hasn't got that yeah, yeah, yeah. hasn't got that built out and Love say it, hey you know you can keep Couldn't doing what more. you're doing over there on in person yeah but here's here's 50 reviews a week man like you know couldn't agree i more. need i need the help this is how much i can pay you and you build then well, you're creating, their community now, starts you're creating yeah. a peloton of, of surfing and you can make, give yeah. him an affiliate so that all his Absolutely. in-person sign up he gets an extra kick you know and so you're scratching, they're helping you, but you're helping them. And that's where I want to take this. No, I, and I say that yeah. amongst a lot of the stuff I do about collaboration, and I'm surprised mm. that we kind of missed that, or at least I didn't bring it up. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly the move, especially if you organize coaches and give them the templates to follow without all the headache. Yeah. And give them an upside that they currently don't have. Yeah. It's a no-brainer for them, yeah. and they're bringing in whatever following credibility that they totally. have as well. It's, yeah. a, it's a win for sure. Oh well, three yeah. years ago, Brilliant. someone contacted me and said, "Hey, Matt, you know we've got too much online, you know, uh, videos coming in for our reviews. Like, yeah. you know, could you spend, you know, some of your time doing 50 a week, and we'll pay you this?" I would have jumped at the opportunity, you yeah, know, because yeah. it's extra, like, relatively when I say easy you know you can sit there at home or in your office and, yeah. and bang it out you can do it at the time you want as long as you hit the deadlines uh, and that's a really another point just for the coaches out there like, yeah i wanted to talk expectations because you have to yeah. create ex expectations around what you're selling yeah so that people don't yep are, are not unreasonable yeah well i think in terms of expectations the key thing we did is we front-footed um what the three months will look like yep. so you know we we have it all on the front end, um, not only in terms of like you can just go through step one, step two, but we have like a diagram we've created. Um, yeah, and just some resources that show you, you know, from how you would first submit to then your first assessment okay. and then when the, what we call the, um, uh, the checkpoints would be that we re reassess, um, progression analysis and, you know, the expectation around communication and, and you know, when you'll hear from me. So. They'll, when they submit footage and they know they're not going to hear from me um, till you know this point, they're not hanging on the other end of the, the phone. What? Well, I haven't heard from that. Yeah, it's all super it's all really clear, and that way, you know, even for me, I know when I have my deadlines. I work very well on deadlines. Like yeah. if things are a bit open ended, you know, things pop up, and you you prioritize things in the moment. When I have a deadline as a coach, it's just you know more for the coaches out there. You know, you know your communities are what this cohort's expecting to hear from you by this point. Naturally, you're gonna you're gonna make sure you get that done, and so it makes you manage these intakes a lot better, as opposed to just like 
oh, you, you get this, and then you get this, and you get this, and you got different people emailing yeah. at different times and asking questions at different times. Are you setting it up for your own sanity to say, like, Monday, Wednesdays, I do this? It's, or? it's absolutely my own sanity, yeah. It's, but but yeah. are you setting it up in that way, where it's like a day of the week, you know what you're supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah. And my, they, know what, yeah, yeah, they so, know what they're going to get yeah. on a Monday or a Wednesday? Well, no, or, it's because it's not quite that regular within the cohort. So okay. it's more based on weekly cycles. Okay. So, like, they submit week one, end of week one, they get set their assessment. Okay, so you've week, structured it this way. So week week two it, yeah. is when they can submit their first um, Q and A. At the end, at the start of week three, I provide all my Q and A answers. At week four, they get their next assessment. So that's a you great know, model. so yeah, good job. they are understanding of like, okay, I can submit some questions this week. Um, Matt will get back to me, and like a lot of them, I I, I try and exceed expectations, right? If I'm that's on the, the go, that's the important part of and, minimum, though. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, okay, they're expecting they'll hear from me by the end of week two. I'm, I'll try and get it done instantly. Like if I know someone's hitting me up with a voice message and it's just a reply I can do right then and there and you know, I'll just- And you do a lot of voice memos. That's something I point out because that's an yeah. underused feature in yeah. the platform, I think. Yeah. It's underdeveloped as well because yeah. it's underused. Yes. So if anybody's listening, like please use voice memos more because there is yeah. stuff that we can do and just yeah. we're not getting a lot of demand outside of you and your audience yeah, right now. Yeah, 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 we'll I remember some getting feedback. some of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, why I like that is I'll be I'll be honest I I'm not a huge fan of writing big emails yeah. and and texts. And you're not always going to flip the video on. Oh, it's just it's voice. just time to me and yeah. I and I want my my members to like feel comfortable with hear you too and hear yeah. me and yeah. so yeah. I've had clients that started out and they write these novels and I just bang them back like hey John yeah look this is what I think about that these are the fins Do and the I same, recommend yeah. this here's the link you know add that in and they're like. Oh, this is so cool! I didn't think I'd hear from you like this, and yeah. it puts a smile on their face. It I makes like it that. feel more like a connection. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one guy we checked the other day, we're at our, we're at two thousand five hundred. We're at with our um, with our back and forth. And one guy. One guy, two thousand five hundred. Um, That's impressive, bro. But we're Dang. just hitting me shut. Like uh, it's it's like just like yeah man like it's quick stuff and yeah, yeah, some yeah. of it's longer but that's the point cool. is that's cool he we're at a stage where he feels so comfortable to, to, to like send a voice message to me now wow. that it's so easy for me to just send him back and I, I've almost dropped any kind of with you know I've got to keep structure for the cohorts he's a VIP member yeah. I must I must say so I've dropped any like this is when you'll hear from me this is when you this it's just like we're so comfortable in our training space he knows I'll get back to him when I can he understands where I'm at with other commitments yeah that all of that's dropped and it just becomes a progression an environment for progression you know well and managing the relationship right we spoke yeah. about that off camera in the sense that there's a lot of tools that coaches can use let's draw lines i mean yeah. you could draw lines on a myriad of tools yeah. right uh, yeah. let's send messages well as you said yeah. like national governing bodies that you work with and know about are using yeah. teams and dropbox yeah. and drive like yeah. this stuff exists totally yeah but when you want to have an actual business yeah there's high, high performance in one way is like this is the result I'm trying to get you to yeah. and I, it's not about friendship mm. at some levels right because yeah, it's totally. like it's, I love you but performance based. you're yeah. not helping me win <laughs> totally. so therefore you're fired yeah because there's yeah. a lot of other pressures too because there's totally. money involved right yeah but when it comes to the fat part of every single market yeah even juniors to a certain extent mm. it's like well, how good is the relationship yeah and that's where the business yeah. Lives or dies, right? Yeah. The value that you're providing to the relationship, whether one to one or one to many, it's like, does Matt even care about me? Mm. And if I could answer that question and say, yes, Matt cares about me, yeah, probably gonna keep paying you. Yeah. And it's you know, it starts with um, you know, there's so much quality athletes out there that retire, 
and the 101 of coaching is then you know you might be super knowledgeable oh, but how do you deliver that there's What's so your many knowledgeable of, coaches that are shit exactly coaching. so that's yeah. where it all starts and then yeah. you know you bring that into the next layer and then that's then it's all relationships you know yeah. there might be a few coaches that deliver pretty well or on par but what's the relationship like and yeah i mean how do you build a relationship through an online portal you know and and that's where i feel like the more personable the yes. more like you you're just kind of having these chats yeah that just have pauses in between the answers yeah <laughs> yeah yes. and we joked about it the other day with this particular client um because i sent him a big review he, it was one of his um it's kind of four weekly check-ins and he submitted some footage and i gave him back some and it really unlocked a, a big piece for him and he sent me <laughs> he sent me this 10 minute voice message and he didn't realize that he was rambling so much and you know i always try and say keep it you know to, I, to, I need to be able to, to listen to this yeah, yeah. To, and, then, and he goes oh my gosh i'm so sorry anyway i listened to it uh, and I hit him back and, and we just laughed like, you know, he's like, man, I'm sorry, I thought I was talking to you in person. <laughs> and like, wow. that's how it felt in the yeah. moment because he was just kind of rambling at the so phone. He was so hyped. Yeah, he was so hyped because yeah. it had, you know, unlocked a new piece for him. So, and then I think that was a, a moment for me. I was like, well, that's cool. If I can get people to this stage where they literally feel yeah. like they're just almost talking to me in person, but they're not, then I think you build that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, across all sport, mm. Uh, the pay-to-play aspect of it, surfing—you got to get the equipment, but you run out to the waves, and it's yeah. not as much. But anybody that's trying to get people to their facility, the gym, the golf yeah. course, the tennis court, whatever—the yeah. biggest gap I find in all of those areas is that the people that are running those facilities aren't making it clear that they care if you show up or not. Yeah. And yeah. that's why a lot of these sports are dying, mm. or the facility dies. The specific one is because I don't know if you care. Yeah. Like I have doctors. Yeah. I don't think they give a shit about me at yeah. any level. Yeah, true. They're not following up. They're no, not seeing no. how I'm doing. Yeah. They don't care. And I have a terrible experience while I'm there also. So yeah. it's just not, <laughs> yeah. not good at any level. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. But in the passion-based stuff, yeah. it's like, how are you going to separate yourself from the other coach down the street that says they're also a surfing coach or also Absolutely. a golf coach? It's yeah. like, we all can get you in the water. We can get you to stand up. Yeah. My skills are probably better than yours, but mm. the separator is the relationship yeah. management piece. Totally. Well, that's why I moved the academy from what it was to the new. Yeah, was because good, smart. Everyone started to do just content-based membership yeah. subscription models, and it was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, and I was like, well, that's now the norm anyway. What can I do to be ahead yeah. again? And then I created the new version of the the review, and then the that, the bolt-on high-price uh, cohorts. And but it was all born out of like, well, I actually want to uh, service less people, but higher quality. Agreed. And, yeah. and you know, like, okay, I can go for 5,000 members at this base rate, but I'd rather charge more and give more value and yes. have less. But, you know, ultimately I'm, I'm providing so much more and also not needing to manage so much other people in terms of just all the, you know, maybe admin that comes with running a subscription with 5,000 people, yeah. right? Yes. Yep. You're going to just have more people hitting you and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I think mm. one of the most misunderstood pieces is that that relationship piece and also that you don't need a giant audience. Yeah. If you're delivering really value, giant. you adjust the ticket, Yeah. great. Maybe yeah. the maybe you have a giant audience that you're you're giving your ebook to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But you're moving them into things yeah. that are higher ticket. Yeah. Makes more sense for you. Yeah. And you move on. Yeah. Alright, so we we've been here for a while, so I want to be sensitive <laughs> to your time because we've yeah. had a lot of chatting. No worries. Uh, so the way I kind of usually wrap these things up, a lot of the folks that are listening to this, I'd say almost all of them, yeah. aren't at the same level you are from a business standpoint. Yeah. Uh, so if we recap this and look at some of the, the, the tangible, so if I was mm. only to watch this part, I'd walk away with something. Okay. Yeah. Right? 
So we can put it in a list, top three, we mm. can put it in what would you have wished you'd known when, it doesn't really matter. It's just more of like, I'm a coach looking to scale my business, take it from, from mm -hmm. let's just say from selling lessons, time yeah. for money. Yep. You know, what kind of advice, if we kind of digest all of this, yeah. are we giving? Well, I think I think if you believe in yourself, you know your your coaching's at a level um, where you're, you know, you're elite at what you do. Um, the first thing you need to do is put your prices up to a a, a okay. price point that yep. if you're going to get out of bed and you're going to go stand on that rainy beach, is how I always thought of it, and not go uh, drop my son at school or not pick him up from this, you know, and spend time with things or go in my own surf. Like, what's the value of that? Like, mm -hmm. what's going to make me happy to do that? Because mm -hmm. I started to. It sounds worse than it was, but I started to almost put people off booking me and like, oh, I'm a bit busy this week when I really wasn't because I wanted to go to the office and focus on another part of the business right, or I wanted to right, do something right. personal. And then, you know, if the money's not worth it to you, then why are you even advertising it? That's fair. And so yeah. just make sure those align um, yep. and, and put those prices up. Uh, and then the second thing, yeah, I mean, it's obviously everything we've been speaking about in terms of, I just think you need a, the, if I could look at myself and, and go back in time, I would have uh, a lot sooner committed to promoting myself to be available for online training and okay. just providing um, a clear and simple version of how you can access me or my content, my coaching, my services through remote or online. Um, I just couldn't recommend it to coaches that have no form of online you know anymore it's just doesn't it's unlikely if you're listening to this yeah. you don't but, yeah yeah but yeah you can you can level it up in the sense that because of coach now you can use that in person yeah. the in between time or exclusively the yeah. remote time right yeah if you're already obviously on coach now you're going to be uh on the journey so in that sense if you've got some mix of in-person people that you then like have like might come into your town for a while yep. they go away or you run a national program they come and they go and then you use coach now right now for this remote ongoing yep. then you, you've got yourself to a position where you can then look to you know uh, acquire people that aren't even have yeah, never, worked, your borders. never worked with yep. you yeah, and, yeah. and the key thing to do there is just repurpose all your content that showcases you coaching through the app coaching yeah. how it looks you know obviously some case studies maybe some example videos of improvement but just rip the band-aid off and go for it because the moment you start to um, build that out and you can reduce your in-person coaching and you know some people love going maybe to the beach to coach or to the field and all that so keep the pockets of that you want but as i said earlier like being able to cherry pick that and then know that you can for me in my case on a rainy miserable day where i have to cancel all my lessons because i can't yeah, operate yeah, anyway yeah. i can go to the office and still service you know 20 to 50 clientele globally that are expecting to hear from me that week, you know, and it's just it's just something that I you'll never. So what I hear on. there, what I hear there too, is multiple streams of income. Definitely, yeah, right? yeah. So many coaches, a lot of you listening to this, are tied mm. to one stream of income. Yeah. If you had burned all those those sessions for the day at the beach because it's yeah. raining, it's like, well, there goes my money. There, there it goes. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, for me, I've got a few streams, but you know, let's just call it in person as general, whether it's elite, yeah. junior campaigns or courses or whatever then there's a passive income with a membership and yep. then there's like a high ticket which yep. is remote coaching yep. and so for me at all points you know having that passive and you know seeing the notifications come through and someone's yep. bought academy totally. or academy renew and you're sitting there doing something else 
it's a really addictive feeling yeah it and is. it just pushes you to want more of that and you know even the remote coaching with i had one this morning i'm literally at the beach coaching at a world title yeah. event i didn't check it to after the heat but i heard a ping in my pocket and it's a unique sound. I've set it to a sound. I know what oh, that means. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so Cash I was like, your yeah. And I, well, it's, I must admit, it's square. It's Squarespace's feature anyway. Which it should be. And um, I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. And it was someone signing up to my next cohort in November. And Great. yeah, I, I guess you know, you just sort of get a little smile on your face, and you quite feels quite good to know that you've built that out, so that now that's happening. Yeah. And obviously, you got to show up and provide yeah. that service yet to come. But um, it's you know. You're there doing one version of revenue income, and then something else is happening simultaneously while yeah. while you're you're just doing what you love. It's pretty cool. As you're saying that, I'm just yeah. remembering the early days of our of our project where yeah. Yeah. it was like the first person to pay was somebody I knew. Yeah. First like ten or fifteen is like I know that guy. Yeah. He's a friend of mine. I know yeah. him. I know him. And then eventually, oh, I don't know who this person is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh wow, there's a lot of these people. And then every yeah. day now there's people paying us and yeah. all random times during the night. It's cool. Yeah, well, yeah, Square, it's one cool. of the other uh, features Squarespace has is it shows a national flag next to their name. Yeah, same. Which, yeah, so yeah. I mean, I'm probably, that's probably, you know, it might even be a Stripe thing, I don't know. Yeah. But ultimately, it's cool. Though. Going in and seeing, oh, well, where's this client going to be from? Yeah. See a Brazil flag or this. And yeah, it's, it's really fun. So, look, just I guess key takeaways is just commit to, to building out those other revenue streams. Um, and once they're set up, you know, and they start working for themselves. It's really addictive. And the other thing that I really would like to stress is, you know, stay stay on track to follow it through for a while. See it through. Yeah. So obviously it's kind of a no-brainer, but, you know, the year one, and even with just my academy, just for a normal subscription-based content, you know, there's a lot of grind, hard work and groundwork. You, goes out. you get your first sales, but when you start getting those returning, even with a churn rate, and you get yeah. that churn, but you've got the returnees, and you've then resold new people, and you start to double up, and then year three triple up on those on those sales. Um, that's where the you know that's where that exponential growth starts to come in. Yeah. And yeah, just just seeing it out, and just keeping keeping um you know uh, due north, and and you'll yeah I don't think you ever look back after after finding that that style of coaching and, and getting away from the in person stuff uh, as your only. As the only, yeah, yeah, because we all love it, but of course, it, it, if yeah. you're relying on just one really specific way to run your business, it's yeah. just dangerous. Absolutely, just yeah. dangerous. Yeah. So let's leave it at that, man. Cool. Thank you. All no right. Really, really Cheers. appreciate your time. This is this has been great. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks, business. Nice to have a chat. All right. Thanks, cool. man. Cheers.